and it's 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 pretty intense if you uh, if you if no one's been out to the islands yet i wouldn't go out to gawk it's i, I go out you know if, you, if there's no real reason to go out i wouldn't go out but if you mm-hmm. if you have the ability to go out there even to bring somebody you know water or to get you know do something like that it's 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 a totally different world out there you know and and we have are some of this construction equipment that if you look at it from the outside, you think everything's good, it's all good, but you start taking taking it apart and just filled with salt water and stuff will never, never work again. Welcome to the Landscape Cafe and part two in this series. Brought to you with support from Fort Myers Garden Service, maintaining and protecting business and residential landscapes. Visit fortmyersgardenservice.com or call 239-990-7494. You know, we, we also live in this neighborhood, you know, and I'm right. not just saying the neighborhood that we live in, but the, we live in this this neighborhood we call Southwest Florida. And, you know, the amount of times when I'm driving and I see your your trucks or, or sometimes your competitors, but also people that we've done business with for a long time, you know, on jobs, it's like, you know what, these are people that, you know, maybe my dad had been doing business with their dads or I had, you know, we have gone to church together or school together, you know, and it's it's one of those things where we really get connected. And I know um, just a little short little story is is when I knew you needed a track skid steer and when we were coming back and no one had cell phone service and, and I was on the phone with my sister who also works for our company. She goes, I swear I saw one of Bailey's guys over kind of near your house. I said, you go find them, go get in the car, go get them. I yeah. said, I, I, I'll bring, I'll have the machine here. You know, I, I know cell phones aren't working, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's one of those things where having those, that local connection really, you know, it, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather, you know, strive to get the to get the business to, to people like you that are growing and people that, you know, I know are going to take care of the equipment and, and instead of, you know, just jumping at whoever's knocking on the door for the first the first minute of the day, you know, and there's 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 a lot that goes along with with working together in community. And, you know, I appreciate that's that's a focus that you guys have uh, in your company is 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 working with community. And, and I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure, man. I definitely think it's uh, it's important for our small family businesses to stick together. It's uh it only makes us stronger. Um, that was so cool after the hurricane. <laughs> I pulled up and I was like, yes, he's here. Cause I couldn't get a hold of you. I was trying to text and call, hey, I'm on the way, I'm on the way. I was hoping you were still there and you were there, man. I got the machine loaded up, got you gave me a few cases of water. I couldn't find water anywhere for my guys. And um, man, it was it was such a big win, you know, after all the devastation, seeing all that, and then being able to get into that machine. So I could go start clearing trees from the road, clearing them from our customers' houses and all that. Um, man, that was that was such a great feeling. <laughs> that was like the biggest clutch thing ever that you guys have done for us. And you guys have came clutch quite a few times. And uh, yeah, that was awesome, man. So I definitely appreciate that. So tell me a little bit about your personal experience with the hurricane. Um, you and your families, where'd you guys go? And then what kind of damage did you guys see? with your family's house so starting on monday so what storm came wednesday thursday something like that wednesday so starting on monday my wife's boss says hey i'm i'm going up to georgia i'm gonna go play some golf like i'll pay you you don't (laughs) get out of here don't worry about it and then we got a phone call our son goes to st michael's i got a phone call they were closing and so i told my told my wife i said honey I'm on the phone right now with L- FPNL and LCEC. We partner a lot with LCEC. Um, I think they were at my shop when you were when you were there. And I said I'm I'm going to be working for the power companies for the next few days, whatever I got to do. So, and 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 with our customers getting things lined up. So, 
if her family lives over in Palm City, I said, just go over there. I said, then I don't have you, you know, our son can see his grandma and they can hang out and you can study for, for your different tests you got coming up. And uh, I said, then I can just focus on this. I don't have to worry about it. So that was the plan until Tuesday at the 11 o'clock advisory when they shifted everything down. And the, the usual plan for storms is my, my, my parents have their house hooked up with a big generator. So usually in my house, I live in Old Fort Myers, my house loses power if the wind blows the wrong way. So usually before the storm even happens, I'm usually over at my parents' house just watching it happen there. Mm-hmm. But they, they live on the water in, in on a, a canal in Fort Myers. And when the storm surge said it was going to be up over the house, I said, well, let's there's no point in going over there, I guess. And so I, uh, I went over there and I said, we got to go. And they're like, well, you know, and I knew they were going to go, but they just didn't want to, they didn't want to, they, that's, that's where they've lived for a long time. And this was the first time, you know, Charlie came through really fast. Irma didn't have any storm surge, but this is the first storm that was like, there's a really good chance that a lot of this town's going to be underwater. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I booked them into a hotel over in Palm beach as the last hotel, last Hilton property in Florida available wow. everything was sold out Holy on the east coast cow. and that was tuesday morning okay yeah, so i booked them there a couple of days in advance so they went over there so we we drove back thursday morning after the storm and went to all the houses um my house uh didn't get any water i had a tree a couple tree limbs that fell i had a mango tree that fell I lost a fence that I really didn't like anyway, so that worked out perfect. <laughs> uh, but all in all, the house I thought was fine until until Nicole just came through and I found out I have a leak. But <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> besides that, it's 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 all right. My parents' house on my sister's house. She lives also down here, kind of in the old Fort Myers area near Coconut and McGregor. Mm-hmm. Uh, her house was good, uh, but my parents on the water they got a few feet of water in theirs, and yeah, so. We went and for a few days, just dumped all the stuff out of their house and and put put all the belongings in the street. And that was that was that was a sad that was a sad moment. So now they're living in a, they're living in a rental property, and they'll be actually just building. They're gonna knock down their house and build a house just because they they want to live there, but they don't want to worry about it again. So they're lucky in that sense. But you know, everybody's safe, and at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Our our uh, our business for the most part was safe. We lost some high dollar equipment, but at the end of the day, the, it was, uh, it was luckily that usually we have a lot of stuff on the islands. It just turned out we didn't have a tremendous amount of stuff on the islands. This, this like week period, you know, once the storm happened and came through, we got in contact with people like you with, with my you know core group of customers, uh, with LCEC of my golf courses out on Sanibel and just said, okay, what do we got to do to get these things running? And it was every day for, for a long time of just running equipment out. We, we were, boating batteries and and toolboxes and and all types of stuff out to try to recover some equipment on like a 16 foot carolina skiff you know <laughs> oh, right boy. after the storm yeah um i'll tell you right now that if a 16 foot carolina skiff cannot hold many batteries and many people with with tools we I got really in and it. it's like 450 pound max we're like oh this is we picked the wrong boat <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but, but we got out there and um you know, and sadly, those machines are all still dead. But you know, it is what it is. We had to do what we had to do to try to try to make it happen. And and we just, as we just rolled through it, just kept working with customers and and working with our guys. Uh, we were able to. Um, we ended up giving 
all of our guys small generators for their houses so they have them now for forever um that's awesome and uh you know so so there there isn't the worry at least of you know cold you know cold milk because there's a lot of kids a lot of people that have kids and everything's like that and i drove back and forth to the east coast a few nights uh just so i could see the family and but after a while that 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 kind of burned out a little bit and uh mm-hmm. set up a little generator at my house with a fan and stayed here power came back on a few days later and been cranking away ever since so that's awesome man i love that thanks for sharing but i want to hear a little bit more about that santa bell so what happened w- with your equipment at that was there a specific golf course that you have out there that you do a lot of business so with? The, 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 uh, none of my equipment at my golf courses got messed up so that's nice. good. good um because uh, I, I had stuff at the sanctuary, but the sanctuary actually, that whole neighborhood actually did really well um, where it was. Uh, didn't get much storm surge in there a little bit higher, uh, but we had some equipment on West Gulf. We had some equipment on down near Grandma Dots. Uh, we had some equipment actually not even on the beach, but off Winkler, uh, which, you know, I don't know if anybody saw the videos of the hospital, but oh, right yeah. around the corner from there. And it's, it's, it's pretty intense. If you, uh, if you, if no one's been out to the islands yet, I wouldn't go out to gawk. It's I, I go out, you know, if, you, if there's no real reason to go out, I wouldn't go out. But if you, mm-hmm. if you have the ability to go out there, even to bring somebody, you know, water or to get, you know, do something like that. It's, it's, it's a totally different world out there. Um, you know, and, and we have our, some of this construction equipment that if you look at it from the outside, you think everything's good. It's all good. But you start taking, taking it apart and just filled with salt water and stuff will ne- never, never work again. Oh my gosh. Should you and, have um, to do insurance claims for that or how does that work? Yeah. Te- technically, and to anybody that's renting equipment, technically section nine of the rental contract shows that that's the customer's responsibility. Um, but that generally in that situation, most people don't have the insurance to cover that. Um, and in all reality, most rental companies don't have insurance to cover that either because it's what's considered a flood insurance and you have to insure your whole fleet, which only a little bit of it's ever going to be in. Um, so you you work with customers and you work with your insurance company and you, you get through it. As I said, luckily, we we didn't have a tremendous amount uh, out on the islands. You know, not it, it hurts, it stings, but nothing that's going to, you know, really... Uh, put a hindrance on, on our growth in the future. Just the the biggest problem with it, uh, yeah, it, the money is is a big problem. But one of the bigger problems is the fact that you know with this whole supply chain issue before we had the storm, uh, you I think like a sixty foot boom. We lost lost sixty foot boom. It's a year and a half out to get one. A year oh, to a year and a half out to get yeah. one. So it's not um, even just that initial financial, but it's also like what's going to impact it over the. Yeah, so not only say you lose a machine that costs two hundred thousand dollars, but you know they're fifty grand and and lost rental revenue. You know, there's 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 a lot that goes along with that. Um, Not to mention, you know, us being a smaller company, Mm -hmm. we only have so many pieces. So you know, if you that that comes to that flip side where you know. I kind of joke around that we're just in the let's take put you on the list mode, but I can only put people on lists for so long before they don't call back. Um, right. You know, there sooner or later somebody will get that business, uh, and mm-hmm. and I can't blame the person. You know, if I don't have the equipment to take care of them, you know, it's one thing for I'm not going to say companies' names, but for for you know multinational billion billion quadrillion dollar rental companies that can just ship more equipment in, I I can't I can't do that. So you know we right. we try to pivot, we try to 
find another machine that may work, try to work with our other rental partners in the area because we all do work together. Mm. Um, right now, we don't really have much to work together with because everybody's in the same boat. But, you know, as things start getting normal, we'll try to start renting from other rental companies to take care of our customers and um, really just keep those phone calls coming because we can only, you know, when we lose the equipment, we lose the equipment. And, you know, we, we don't want to lose the customers that go that attach to those uh, pieces of equipment. So. Right, right. That makes sense. That's awesome. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that with me. The uh, The fact that you guys still are going out and getting new equipment and keeping up with it though, just, just shows that you're here to serve and you're here to get, get back on your feet no matter what. Cause where was, um, where was that uh, auction that you went and got that, that warranty equipment at? So that yeah. was, uh, that was at Richie brothers in Orlando. Okay, cool. So you drove up there and, and got some equipment and brought it back. Yeah, went, up your, on, it, went up on a Tuesday, looked at the equipment and, um, bought it on Thursday at their auction. And uh, had parts since I went up there on Tuesday, I already had parts on order, parts for next day aired and we're on the ground as the machines landed here on Friday. Yeah. And so that was a week ago and two out of three of them are on rent. So, wow. I bet that feels good. It, it does. It feels good. <laughs> it's nice to be able to, to get some more stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I just got word that uh, a semi truckload of excavators is going to come in. So usually really? those would, you know, half of those are going to rental and half of those are going to sale, but I think everything's just going to go into rental right now. I have one machine that I'm going to pre-sell to a customer that that's, that has already, you know, had an agreement with me before the storm. Mm-hmm. But besides mm-hmm. that, everything else on this order is going to be just, just to go out into the rental market and, and really just get out there and make it happen. That is awesome. That is really cool. I bet I love, personally, I love equipment. <laughs> I love getting to hop on a machine and take off with it, get after it, get, get working with it. It's so much, it's so much nicer than operating a piece of machinery rather than digging out a stump by hand or something ridiculous okay. like that when I first started. <laughs> but I, yep. I love purchasing new trucks, new trailers, new machines. And uh, do you enjoy that part or is that part more monotonous because you do it all the time? No, I, no, I do enjoy it. Um, I, I wish I had, I wish I had this on video. I'll, I'll send the video later because I have to take uh-huh. a better video. Yeah. But we just got in for a customer, a, you guys have probably used them, the little compactors they use for like pavers and like dirt and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Those are the, great. The vibrate the grounds. And well, I just ordered in for a customer. just got one in. It's one about eight times the size of that. And it's remote control. Really? So it looks like it looks like a little like droid or something from from Star Wars, and just just vibrates around, and you can drive it like a skid steer from like two hundred feet away. It's to go into, it's for a a, a large um, underground contractor here in town that's doing uh, really deep footers uh, for a high rise on uh, near San near Naples. So they can't put people or compactors down in that hole to do it. They have to use a remote control machine. So it's cool to be able to do that stuff. I mean, yeah, we, we, I get a lot of normal stuff in that, that for most people would be, you know, cool. But for me, yes, because I've done it for a long time is, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, I see those all the time. It's good. But mm-hmm. with this, I was actually, I was actually sick yesterday and didn't really go to work much. I went in to go play with that when it came off the truck. <laughs> and then I was like, just don't come near me. <laughs> I don't feel well. And right. then I went home. But it was, awesome. it was one of those, uh, it's one of those cool things that, you know, it's nice to see, you know, new technology in the world um, and to see, you know, some of the different changing, you know, whether it's going to be go to more uh, 
whether it's good or bad, I don't know, but more robotics, more battery power, different things like that. Um, you know, keeping people away from some some jobs for safety, like that that machine is purely used just just for safety, mm-hmm. um, which is which is very cool that that that's been thought of. It is you know you don't want to think about why it was thought of, but you right. know it's a it's a very cool uh, innovative machine that's that's here, and we're, we're glad to be able to sell that to our customers and work with that. That is really cool. I'm yeah. I'll, super, I'll try, I'm to, I'll try to take a video and send it to you guys. It's 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 a really it's 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 very cool. So I have to ask, what does something like that cost? Uh... We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned. There is more to come. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. And don't forget, the best place to rate or follow the show is at thelandscapecafe.com. The Landscape Cafe is a production of Pure Landscaping and the Niche Podcast Network. Learn more about Bailey, Katie, and the team by visiting purelandscaping.com.